We are so excited. We reached the top 200 podcasts for entrepreneurship in Canada on Apple Podcasts. How cool is that? So for our pre-show shout outs, we just want to shout out Carissa, Yvonne, Jairi, Camilla, Michelle, and LaShonda for congratulating us and celebrating with us on Facebook. We also want to give Joy a shout out. She says, you go rock it out. I love news like this. Keep soaring and cheers to you. So thank you ladies so much for celebrating with us. We are so excited about this new milestone and we know there are so many more to come. Welcome to part one of Profitable Transitions with Siobhan Sampson. She is a leadership and performance trainer and she'll be talking to us about her background in life coaching, leadership, corporate coaching, building confidence in team members, systems and tech, and her heart for stepmoms to heal so they can lead within their families. Welcome to Soulfully Aligned You, Mindset and Strategy for Multi-Passionate Mompreneur Coaches and Creatives. This is the podcast where we talk about and teach confident mindsets, overcoming limiting beliefs at the subconscious level, and online brand strategies to help you build out your signature services, get more visible with your target audience, and boldly launch out in the online world with your God-given gifts. I believe God cares more about your soul than your success. So get in alignment with his will and what he thinks of you so you can activate the success he already has planned for you. You know how we do. We just, we jump right in and we let the Holy Spirit have have his way. <laughs> yes, the only way to do it. The only way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this episode is okay. I just have to give preference. Most of the time that I do or reference, most of the time when I do the Brandon for his glory, I remove my hair for we have all the extra scratchiness going on. But most of the time before I do when I do the Brandon for his glory, meet and greets, it's with someone that I have not met before. However, I have some wonderful people in my network, past clients, all that beautiful stuff who I know are branded for his glory. And I definitely, definitely love extending the invitation um, to meet with you and to showcase you and highlight you and all the wonderful things that God is doing in your life, in your business, your journey, all of that. So I do like to preface that on some of the episodes where it's someone that I'm not meeting for the first time. I do like to be honest about that because that's what the whole perf- the whole premise of the Brandon for his glory meet and greets are for. However, I do know the lovely Siobhan Sampson. Um, I met her sometime last year and I know her as um, with her business called Blended Family Bliss, as well as her additional skill sets. Um, that I'm sure she will share with us, okay? Because um, multi-passionate, multi-talented, all that beautiful stuff. I love it. So if you want to open up, I would love for you to open up and just share with the audience, our listeners in the Facebook group, our listeners on the podcast, and let them know um, who you are and um, all your lovely gifts and talents and all that beautiful stuff. 
Thank you so much, so much. Look, you know, I'm, I'm going to follow directions and I'm going to introduce myself, but you know, I'm not going to get off of here without showing you some love and just telling everybody just the blessing that you've been in my life. Like I wouldn't be here today telling you guys the transition that I've taken and, and the, the profitable transition that I've taken without just the, the leadership, the coaching, the love, the tough love sometimes in her own unique way. Um, but I am Siobhan Sampson. I get to combine my skill of being a life coach with that of an operational manager. Um, I've been in corporate for over 20 years. I made it to the director level. Um, my background is in urban planning and urban development, economic development. And so I used to make a lot of people, a lot of good money and doing so with project management, project, pro, project management. And also my greatest asset was building teams, working in the government. I had very little resources um, and not only resources as far as a budget, but little resources as far as staffing. And one thing that people always could recognize is that my team members, although we had some of the hardest projects that were the most complex, they were happy, they were engaged, and they were willing to see it to the end and, and always had integrity and was ready to go that extra step, whatever it took. And that was, I, I can say now, and because they've told me so, it was because of my leadership but also knowing how to manage. And so getting over into the entre entrepreneurial space, you said just that, um, me starting as a life coach for stepmoms, I took a lot of the, transferred a lot of those skills, you know, how to run a budget, how to um, project map, how to process map out things, how to get things done, how to implement. And from there, um, that's that's where CJ Sampson Group came in. But even before that, um, being able to coach on the corporate setting side of things and go into other people's operations and help confident build confidence in their team members as well as um, help them organize this. And I'm going to say this, and 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 here is my secret sauce is helping whether you're a CEO in your business or a CEO in a brick and mortar business, whatever it is, is making sure that your people have a balance, have a quality of life when it comes to work as well as when it comes to life. So mm. bridging the gap between there. Happy employees mm. now more than anything, whether it's a virtual assistant or whether it's, it's a, a team of six, making sure that your your employees that resource those people resources are taken care of i hope you do that wow so beautiful i love it people resources so so important so so important so thank you and you know what i love that um just hearing you like own that part of like the corporate ceo support with the team management the team support and employee happiness, like, you know, you need someone there to like ensure that that is taking place. When you're the CEO of the company, you have the vision, you understand where you want things to go, how you want things to happen, but someone has to come in and help you actually implement that and make sure you have the right team members in place 
Um, I love that so much. Yeah. Now I, I love that too. And just, just the clarity. And this is the thing that I found when you talk about finding, um, what, what is needed in the market. And cause I'm, I gotta go off of what, what you taught me now. I just, I just, I just, I if, if, if it's allowed, like, let me just, let me be clear around it is, um, there are people that understand how to, you know, encourage people. There are people who understand the operation side, but you hardly ever get the people who understand both. It's, Mm. it's like, okay, we, we have these 10 tasks that we have to do. We only have these two people. They are already on the verge of burnout. If I ask them to do another thing and that person that is really into their feelings and that person, they're gonna be like, I can't ask them to do another thing. And then that person that's just on the operation side, they're gonna be like, I don't have no choice. So I'm just gonna dump it on them. And they gotta just deal with it where I get to come into place to really, how do you have those conversations? How do you delegate in a way that, they know that they can keep going that extra mile. So I just want to wow. know that. No, that is good. That is so good, especially for our listeners. Um, those that are maybe a little bit further ahead in business or so, and they are dealing with their team. Right. And I love how you bridge the gap between the both of where it's like, okay, we have the communication of being able to ask and say, Hey, we need that additional support. And we're also being able to balance out and make sure that people are not being burnt out, right? Where you're, and I, I, what do you think is the most important um, piece? Like, what do you feel is the part that kind of gets communicated that helps the team to like keep going or pushing or going to that like next level without getting the burnout, without stepping into that place? I would say um, whether you're that online, if I'm going to take it, use it as an online business person who has maybe that VA that you need them to do more and they're not doing whatever, it gets back to your your systems and 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 having the right mm-hmm. systems in place, having the right processes in place. When when the going gets tough and the tough gets going, if you had a, a system that was broke down and shoddy in the first place, that you needed to know. Um, how many shapes and how many turns and how many flips before you can get an end product and you're supposed to just be able to press a button once, you didn't set yourself up, you didn't set your team up for success. So having wow. that, that, that those things done. But if you happen to find yourself, you're there and it needs to take place, um, is it, it goes back to negotiations. And negotiations isn't about what I need and what they need. It's it's an it's a way, a song and dance to get into the win-win. Mm, so if, if yes. you know you gave them five tasks last week and you said I needed them soon as possible and now this week you're giving them another two tasks and you need them soon as possible, looking at what you've given them and then telling them, okay, I know I need five things at all times and I'm giving two, so I'm taking these two off and, and pushing them back so that you know you're still on the five. I've probably messed up those numbers, but there, you get what I'm no. saying. no. No, I get it. I hear you talking about priorities, like being able to really prioritize. And sometimes I feel like when you have like so many moving pieces, it's kind of hard to like determine like, okay, what's the most important thing that needs to be done? How do you, um, are you working closely like side by side with that CEO and you're being able to hear 
like their vision, what they need to be done, and then you're able to like execute it. Tell me a little bit more about that because I'm I'm interested in that. Like, hmm, this is like a side-by-side relationship. This isn't just someone that comes in and doesn't, is trying to figure out the picture. Like, tell us more about that. It's so funny. We have not talked. And here it is, yes. you asked this question. So I'm gonna go ahead and and, and do what I how I know it needs to be done. Yes, I have a rent, a COO, rent, a chief operating officer. Uh, yes. I'm uh, over here dancing for those that can't see me. <laughs> yes. In, in, in my business where um, I put you on retainer, we do either three months or six months. And I, I run you through just that. You, you brain dump, you tell me all your projects, you tell me what you want in the future. And we really get down to the nitty gritty of what's your vision? What training do you need for your people? Like, where's everything going? And um, I do this for uh, online business as well as offline businesses, because, you know, needing an operations manager when you're growing and scaling, um, it, it's, 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 you can't beat it. It's, it's that middle person um, that's going to help you really carry out that vision. And so to answer your question, um, yes, it's, I am in the, the trenches with them and I help them not only just figure out um, the priorities, but figure out what's making money and what's not. Um, you, mm-hmm. and, and I, let me use this, this as an example. It's, it's, and I know it all too well how to look at things to say, when is it time to let go? Um, you can have different uh, offerings in your business. You have this, you know, VIP day, and then you have this group program and the energy that you, it takes for you to do the group program plus the payoff. I can help you really calculate what that, what that cost is. And I can help you calculate the cost of VIP day and figure out, you know, which one is your moneymaker? Because oftentimes, um, and I like to call it what a, chief operating officer brings to you is that of business intelligence. It, it, it's their job to help you look at the data and look at the numbers and make those business decisions based off of those data. Mm-hmm. But Girl. then also um, being able to gauge, you know, those people that gauge you as CEO, because I, I sometimes I got to tell them about themselves. You know, I learned how to do that tough love for you, girl. I, I'll be, I'll be super sweet with it. It'd be like Mary Poppins helped the, help the, the syrup go down because it got so much sugar in it. I'm just telling you. I love it. But um, helping them. Hey, that's scriptural, by the way. I just hey. want to say that's scripture, but we're going we gonna to wait on that. Keep going, girl. <laughs> No, we ain't gonna. I don't ever want to wait on no scripture. Go ahead and bring it on in. We'll bring it on back. <laughs> yes. What does the What does the Bible say about? Um, I can with the you can reach people with yes. honey with the sugar versus like having that harsh tongue, right? Correct. So it is a unique place to be in when you are. I almost look at it as like you have the ear of. The, the CEO, you have the ear of the person that's in charge. And even though they are the visionary and everything, and they're trying to, you know, leave the ship, but they obviously, they know a team is so important because they can't do it on their own, that sometimes you have to redirect them. Sometimes you have to help lead them in a, in, in a certain path, right? But it has to be done 
in a special way, I'm going to say, because you're yes. remembering you, it's almost like this authority structure, you know, like, well, they're, yes, they're here and you're here. So how do I communicate this in a way where they will receive it and they'll get the most benefit out of it? And I know that your NLP skills probably help with that a whole lot too, but she Correct. ain't talked about yet. So Correct. I'm just saying that, that is, that's exactly it. And, and I want to clarify too, for those who are listening, Yes. When I say the word team, I mean you and one somebody else, you and um, maybe you outsource or you and you you from time to time find someone on Fiverr to do some copy like that. You have a team, contractors, mm-hmm. all, freelancers, those things. You have a team. And so when I say I help you build teams um, or build your team, that, that could be your first virtual assistant. That could be your, your first online business manager, whatever that is you need. Um, it could be that your first freelancer and, yes. and really is getting in and listening to that business owner of what their needs are so that they can hire the right person so that mm-hmm. they can, or maybe you're not even ready to hire Justina. Maybe mm-hmm. you just need to get your back in together. Because you, the you systems saving, and processes. Yes, you saving mm-hmm. your your blog posts all over the place. So when you need to go find them to 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 up and change some CS some SEO on them, you don't even know where to go, and you don't even know what keywords you used the first time to know what was work. I mean, like there there is um, a place for you know assistance in getting your operations together, no matter where you are in business. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be clear about that as well. Yes, yes. I love that. I think that I see that in business, especially for entrepreneurs who know that they want to be an owner and they definitely don't want to be working. They want to be working on the business and not necessarily in the business. They're aware of that concept and they're ready to kind of make that shift, but yet they still don't know exactly who to hire or they don't know how to communicate the needs. I've heard, I've seen um, people online, you know, asking the question about, you know, I want a VA, but I don't exactly know what to tell her to do or tell him to do, right? So how do you support people in that? Like, what does that look like with you supporting them in that arena? (laughs) This is amazing. Uh, I, I happen to have a hire your first or your next VA roadmap. Um, so that's a good place to, to start there. Um, and it really helps you as that business owner prepare for hiring of that VA. It is, you know, you, you need to answer the question, can you afford it? You know, what, what, it look, what does your budget look like? Because if you have a budget of $100 a week, but you think, um, but you have a thousand dollars a week worth of task, you know, let's, let's, we got to do the math, the math, not mathing. And so I think a lot of people go in to thinking that they're going to hire this VA and the VA should like be already know what to do and already come in your business, knowing how to do X, Y, Z in your business. And it's like, no, you need to, at the very least, at the very least, create a video of how you upload your blog into your your website and yes Yes. it's it's probably a task that's done 
Um, it's these three steps and these are the only three steps, but there's still a, 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 a way that you do it. There's a way that you, something in there, something in your essence as a business owner that you need to show and communicate to your, your new exceptional VA and how you want it done. Because there may be a way that you want an order that you want your, your meta tags to be put into type of thing or whatever that is. And then they're going to know how you like it. You, you can't, we're quick to assume that this is how everybody does it, or this is, this is just the way that it's done. And that may not be it. And so that's, that's what's, what's really key. And when you're hiring that first one, really understanding, you know, your system and, and how you're going to communicate that system. And so that, that uh, roadmap is going to help you figure out those tough questions. So then when you do get in where you're, whether you decide to go through an agency or whether you decide to go on Upwork to find this person or whatever of the other thousands of places you can go out there, hire my mom or whatever it is to, to hire this assistant, you know exactly what you're looking for so you can ask questions. So when they start, you won't be surprised that, oh, well, they don't know how to do this. I thought they would have known how to do this. Um, you'll, you'll have your, your punch list and your checklist on what to ask and know that they are the right ones for you. So you don't have to worry about not only hiring the next one, but then firing the next one. We don't want that to happen. Yes. So what I hear you saying is that there is a learning curve. People have to be trained. There have to be some SOPs in place, all of that. And what happens is when you are the face of your brand, you have an obligation to be showing up, doing the speaking engagements, doing the stuff. You're going to miss that kind of like visibility piece if you're behind the scenes in the trenches trying to like train and do all these pieces when you can bring on the Siobhan and she's going to handle that for you. That's what I hear you saying. <laughs> yes, yes. I yes, have a team you... that can do those things or I can help you build your team to do those things. I do have those that either done with you or done for you. Yes, options. I love it. I love it. Man, this is so good. Now, Y'all should know that me and Siobhan have not talked in quite a while. And here we are just jiving. Yes, <laughs> I love it so I'm not much. surprised, but it's, I, I can't do anything. Y'all, I don't, you can't see, maybe you can hear. I just be grinning because I'm like, oh, wait, no, she like all the things that she'd be like, well, when you on the, on them podcasts, make sure, you know, you should be. And I'm like, only God can set it up this way where I, I come in and I do everything that, that she's so gracefully and just wholeheartedly open-heartedly has has taught me to do so yes you know what your programs are you know what your offerings are you know what the solutions are you know what the problems are that your people have all of that so yes it's it's beautiful it's beautiful so I want to ask you a question which I normally ask this at the end but sometimes I get inspired to ask it early um what does branded for his glory that phrase, branded for his glory, what does that mean for you? Like what significance does it have in your business, in your life? I mean, and I'm just going to interrupt here. I know I'm supposed to be asking the questions, but I'm learning for myself that like this branded for his glory is like so much bigger than business. Like we like being branded for his glory is so much bigger than our businesses. Like I'm looking at my marriage. I'm looking at my parenting style. I'm looking at just my life and how I um, 
how I engage in relationship with the father, you know? So um, just sharing that piece at the podcast, I already know that the podcast is going to have to expand some. There's some, some newness that's coming out of this podcast as I continue to do it and listen to the father. But for your life personally, when you think of that phrase branded for his glory, what does it mean for you as a business owner? Ooh, um, that, that just, it touched me branded for his glory. It, it really takes a, um, a correlation to that of your business. Um, especially when you are, you are the brand of your business. Um, but for me, it, it makes me, it humbles me in a way that I know I'm branded for his glory because every step of the way like there there has not you know the word says that his word is never returned to him void um never one of the steps that he has ordered has returned to fitting into this brand of being me in life i have had many um roles in in my 20 year plus 20 plus year career um i've had not only in in corporate but in my life and each one of those steps each one of those roles have really and it it, it takes me back to that the story of esther has really you know equipped me for such a time as this you know it reminds mm-hmm. me of the story of of, of when she was the cockabine, how she would have to bathe in the perfume and the preparation of everything, each step of my life, each segment, the, the good parts, the failures, the celebrations, you know, the, the people that, that fell away, the people that have been added, um, the opportunity just that just fell in my lap, that it couldn't be nobody but God that put it in my lap, whether I thought I was ready or not. That's how I know. And that's what branded for his glory means for me, that every step of the way, good, bad, or indifferent, whether I thought I knew, wanted to know, whether I asked for it or didn't ask for it, whether it was abundantly given or or me limiting what he was able to give me, any of that, I know I sit here completely, fully like living my ideal life, living every day, like every day is good. And, and, mm-hmm. and there was a time where I would be scared to say such a thing because then something, no, every day gets to be good because of me living in my life in a way that is branded for his glory. So, wow, that was the short version. That was the girl. I didn't want to be crying, boohooing and shouting version. <laughs> yes. Cause I felt my spirit. I'm just like, Ooh, she's over here ministering like to my spirit. And I know that it's going to minister to someone else's spirit. That is just beautiful, 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 beautiful. Now, I know that there is another aspect of your business and you'll have to fill us in on this with the um, blended family bliss side of things. I know you told us about CJ. What was, how did you call it? CJ Samson group. CJ Sampson group. That's one yes. aspect. And then we have the blended family bliss. Tell us more about this. Yes. So I started in the online space. I knew I wanted to be a life coach and I, they, they, they teach you, you gotta, um, find your niche and through my own personal development work, uh, 
I, I never forget one day I was in my closet and I was answering some questions, doing some journaling and I was praying and I was doing some crying and it was, I was at a turning point in my life. Um, I had just became an empty net nester and both me and my husband, we needed to figure out what, what the heck did that mean? And what did that look like? Um, because here it was, um, everything that we were doing was for these little humans. And now these little humans have, they, they, they're out of the nest. And so we got an opportunity to focus in on ourselves and, you know, it get ugly when you be looking inward and, and figured like you, you can't mind nobody else's business. You got to mind your own business. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I, I tell you, um, but it allowed me to um, think about what are some of my greatest accomplishments. And one of my greatest accomplishments was, yes, I, I birthed a son and being a mother, but that too, um, being responsible for humans I didn't um, birth. And that was, that's a being a stepmom. And so I got involved in that, but I, it wasn't just, you know, I got certified to be a certified life coach, but I wanted to, to do work deeper when I work with these women. And so I, I went on to um, also get certified in NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And um, one thing that was near and dear to my heart, even going into to this was um, making sure um, I understood how it would tie into the Bible, how it would tie into my faith and, and never wanting it to be shook and shaken and all that other stuff. So, um, and, and one thing that I can honestly say, um, not only working with blended families and stepmoms and being their cheerleaders and, and really teaching them how to love themselves, no matter what, no matter how crazy the bio mom gets, no matter, you know, um, what, what's going on between their stepkids actually hating them and letting them know that they hate them, no matter what, that they can love themselves. But what NLP has done for me is, um, it's, it's helped me understand that flesh side of me. And by me understanding mm. that flesh side of me, then I, I now, um, am able to, to pray on other parts of me that I probably wouldn't pray about because I would be avoiding or not even, you know, tapping into. And so I, I'm, I'm so thankful for that work that I've done. And so, and I, I bring it in um, to, to that. And NLP also has, it created a, another um, financial leg of CJ Sampson Group where now I train other trainers in NLP. I go into certification programs and do that too. Um, but when I tell you at the end of the day, um, my heart um, my passion is that of stepmoms and, and the blended family, because I believe once we get the adults together, that's the stepmom and her husband and potentially, hopefully, God willing, the bio mom, but not necessary. Once we get the adults together, the children will win. Um, a lot of my counterparts in the space, they're like, oh, we got to do it for the children. And it's all about putting them, them first because they, they didn't ask to be here. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, um, but if, if you messed it and busted and disgusted and you making decisions off of putting children first, they're not winning. So let's, let's, let's get, let's get the, the stepmom together because if we can get her not to operate out of her emotions, but her to get strategic then she can be in her husband's ear and help him be strategic. And then from there, they're able to co-parent and, and do things. And then the kids will win. No matter how yeah. toxic the bio mom is, um, I 
know that there's some awful stepmoms out there. I, um, they don't come my way. Um, they hey. already know that, you know, um, I'm not the coach for them. They probably not looking for a coach. You're probably not looking to be a better stepmom if they out there, you know, um, being mm-hmm. mean and cantankerous. Cause I do know women that are just outright that are stepmoms. Like that's, they're the reason why stepmoms get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, not on my watch. So those that yeah. come, come my way, I'm able to to help them flourish and and have marriages because you know divorce is real out here, especially when it, if if this is their second or third marriage. Sometimes their mates. Um, that's how blended families are formed, right? Um, but really how to hone in on their marriage and and how to be uh, the woman they want to be in this space that sometimes um, is full of rejection. I'm full of not being seen or heard or respected. Mm-mm-mm. Not being seen or heard or respected. I hear that one, girl. And one thing, I'm, I'm not sure I ever told you this, but I used to work, I was a youth case, youth case manager in my olden, olden days. <laughs> oh, that was funny to me. That cracked me up. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was a youth case manager. I used to do mental health work. I was um, working on the treatment plans, all that kind of stuff. And one, and I used to work with, I have 21 kids on my caseload. And I kid you not, in my brain, there were so many times I was like, it's not the kid. It's the parents. <laughs> yes. So I totally understand what you're saying about like, if we get the adults, like if we can get us to look inward, get us to do the healing work, the self-love work. Um, and I know like with that um, energy psychology tool that you're using with NLP, you know, we have that in common because I'm utilizing things like NET and TST and um, EFT, like all these letters we throwing out. We'll right. link them in the in the podcast show notes. But <laughs> man, if we can really get to like the neuro, it's the neuro coaching side of it, right? To like access these pieces of like, how does the brain work? And why are you triggered? And why are you responding the way you're responding? Because like we said before, even like I was talking about with this podcast, like this inner transformation is bigger than just how you show up in your business, about how you show up in your family, how you show up for yourself, because mm-hmm. how you show up for your fe- yourself is going to affect your business, right? Yes. It's going to affect your family. It's going to affect your marriage, all of that. So when you hear people saying, do the inner work, we're not just saying that because it sounds good. Mm-mm. We're not. And the beautiful thing about it is that if you're a woman of faith, you have the Holy Spirit, right? Like if you've given your life to Christ and you've asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, you know that the power of the blood of Jesus is at work in your life. You know that the Holy Spirit is at work in your life. But you have, sometimes he calls us to partner with others Mm -hmm. to get this work done. Sometimes we want to do it by ourselves, silently, which is what even ties back into your role of a COO, right? The CEO CEO cannot do this by herself. She needs someone that can co-partner with her. So when I hear you talking about all this wonderful stuff you're doing with the team and the communication and the systems and the processes and all this stuff, that's the gift that God has given you. And you get to partner with that CEO. And then it's, okay, 
in my life, I've gone through this. I've had this success over here as a stepmom. You can partner with me in that way too. Yes. You know, so I love, I just love that the women that I'm connected to, they're multi-talented. There's not just one solution <laughs> I can help you with. Okay. Like you can get some help over here. You can get some help over here too. So I, I love it. I love it so much. That's so, how you operate. You wanna... That's how you operate. It's, I didn't just come to you. Yeah. You know, it was coming. I didn't just come to you um, for the business side of things, which I got a lot of that. Uh, and, and, you know, when I came to you, I had a lot of the business stuff, but being able to tie what you bring in the business with the energetics of it all with, with the sp having the, the Holy spirit lead us all at, at the top of the helm. Like, um, if there was a position above CEO, I mean, we, we just created it, you know, uh, above all names, right. I, I'm not yes. about to preach here. But what I want, what I want you to, to know that, and I wouldn't have known this um, until after being um, away from you from for a season, is while you're in there doing the inner work, things are happening. But when you keep going, moving on beyond and get in that next step in those next phases, that's when you really see the inner work that has taken place. And you mm -hmm. said that we have the Holy Spirit, but if we have, if we're not doing the inner work, and I know you talk about this, it's preventing us from hearing the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes. And that's, that's why my work with you, that's why my work in, in NLP, that's the part that I'm not dismissing that God can't do it all alone. I'm not. But I, I'm human. And sometimes I have a way of undoing what the Lord is trying to do in my life. And because mm. I have a coach like you, Justina, to help me do that inner work. Mm, that's, mm -hmm. that's now why I'm able to move and shake and, and know that I have a multi-million dollar business on one end. And, and a millions on millions dollar business on another end because of that. So that's, that's, mm -hmm. if, if I had to end on any, anything that's that, I think you were about to close this out. That's what I would be ending on. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at soulfully aligned you. If something we shared encouraged you, shifted your mindset or caused you to take action, it would be so nice if you left us a review. Your review helps this podcast to show up for more multi-passionate mompreneurs of faith just like you.